There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. Kaha helped me to get to know Jesus, like brought peace, which was main. All I needed was Jesus. But it was another uh, subject also, I think I mentioned yesterday. I when the problem can bring blessing in our life. Yes, but say in a short way. The, yeah, no, but if I say a short way, this will be no... Word. No, How you way. helped me? You brought <laughs> Jesus be... in my life. Finish. You, he helped me to grow in faith well, also. How did you help him? I brought problems to him. So if you do... Sorry, Maybe sorry. somebody does There some... is one problem. What <laughs> does not kill us makes us stronger. <laughs> Last episode, we were introduced to Chachaber Chechaidzi, a tremendous man of God supported through Gospel Inc., who is spreading the gospel in the former Soviet Republic of Georgia. However, Kacha is not working alone. In today's episode, you are going to meet Kacha's wife, Natya. Her story has just as many, if not more, miracles than Kacha's life. So, as we pour a little cup of romance, the title of this episode is Miracles Led to Marriage. Yeah, of course, I was praying for uh, wife because I was planning to, thinking to serving God and yeah, Bible teaches us about like uh, it's not good to for men to be alone. Yeah, I was praying. I was uh, praying, and one day some uh, just date came on my mind. Imagine now you are praying in 17 June. What is 17 June? What is 17 June? Just I did not know what the 17 June, but I just circle. I made 17 June and made circle. I did not know what will happen on 17 June, but. Then when 17 June came, I said, okay, God, I, I'm expecting this day some surprise from you, but I don't know what it is. Then it's nothing special. There was no angel, no voice from God. This is me. I want to bless you or change you something. Just this camp ministry introduced yeah. me to, okay, you will be camp leader. You will lead uh, like camp ministry. And uh, in the first day, I was a little bit upset. Okay, wow, God, what is this? 17 June, June and nothing special. But I'm, I'm sure if not the camp ministry, I would never meet her. Uh, we would never uh, serve together. I would never uh, have chance to talk with her and meet her or something. But then in the camp ministry, I, I meet her there.
okay my mother wanted to abort me but my father said i want like my father just said like just keep this child okay i'm a second child for my parents and they already had my sister and my mother got pregnant about me not even knowing about it so i when she heard she says okay because they didn't have their own flat it was very hard and they lived to my mother's mother's home like to my grandmother's and they had little house small house and lots of people inside but another thing was my father was drinking and my mother said like if you continue to drink like that you know it won't work so i'm gonna abort this child so and my father wanted like children a lot because he he grew up in an orphanage house they themselves were 12 siblings so and he wanted just to have family and kids and he said like just don't make this but i will like quit and i will behave and really i will like and so my mother says like he laid down on the floor please begging me and so um so this is the way i came to this earth but uh i got i was born and i had a skin disease on my face and uh, they did not know they they found it out when i was like four months and i had psoriasis and for my father this was something you know maybe i can help her even you know i can so anyways i became so to say like my parents both loved us both sisters but anyway somehow i became very close to my father like so and then like we got a little bit um, i got a little bit away also from my mother because i said she wanted to abort me so and it brought lots of uh, question marks in my head and also added this problem in our home like with parents what they had always this fight or whatever so and um <sighs> family dysfunction skin disease and remember Natya is growing up in a country torn by civil strife so much so that her father applied for refugee status to the country of germany now Natya told me that it always took two or three months for the german government to assign an apartment and even to get that one had to lie extensively about his political problems back in Georgia or persecutions. Initially, Nacha's father tried lying, but during the interview, his conscience bested him. And he said, no, I cannot lie. And he told the truth. It was almost as if God waited on the other side of a compromise to show his power. Uh, this refugee, thing went like that you went first like to camp you stayed there some of georgians stayed six months one year but we got they gave us flat in nine days mm. it was miracle everybody asked us what did you say <laughs> what was what you said and actually what we said was nothing just my mom's prayer and like we didn't know this interview thing at all and my father didn't like to lie so and everything what he was supposed to say it was a lie and like when he was saying this lie he got uh, asthma problems he had usually this but because of like he got very nervous but anyways the interpreter just let him and he she has not translated yes he said i don't want you know i better go back to my country but not this lie i'm not this right but this lady has not translated like she just said like this like again she added something we don't know and so <laughs> this was the way they let send us to camp and in nine days we already had flat the miracle starts right away on the 10th day that we got flat like uh, this was a dormitory but like a room next to a church 
evangelical church and like my father loved music so and he went he says oh there are music it was like a, a for drunk people to be recovered so and this way he invited people directly in our flat so and these new young people came to our home to this place and they told like my father invited and we ate and so they said they were believers they like about jesus and of course we knew from about jesus from orthodox church next day like after no so uh they came but after two days then came like a set fund they had for kids you know like from church like sunday school teacher and some others would come I understand now who they were. That period I did not know. And they bring like colorings, you know, they lay tables out. So, and they told me, like, when I was coloring, they asked me if I knew Jesus. And I said, yes, I know Jesus. But, you know, I really did not knew him, but I heard about him. Yeah. So, and they got somehow friendly with us. And next day, those young people took us to play somewhere and, like, became a little bit friendship between us. So, and uh, this way, my sister more got involved more in this and my mother, but not me. Yes, me. I had a little bit hard time to come. I said, I know everything, but anyways, I had, like, having psoriasis caused migraine headache and nervous nervous and nervous caused migraine headache in germany like the way we were like it was like uh, medical care was included in this so and we went there uh, my father direct like he said maybe we can you know start we don't know how long we will stay here and he said let's see maybe we can help you so and they tried everything like all kind of medicine and this and that and like i could not shave my feet i could not wear small like um short sleeves always covering always because it was like even like it was like always getting something on my body and like the hardest part was my ears like I had on all over my body especially my back was like my sister says like almost bone was seen because she was the one who was putting creams on me and liquid was coming like and it was all bloody and like sticky and it glued like was like very hard for me even to take it was something i don't know i can't even believe that i had it and i don't have right now so and when i but those believers continued to come to my sister so and when they came to my sister every time she they said this i was getting nervous i did not want them to come i was thinking oh why are they again coming they are disturbing my peace but in heart i wanted but i was expressed i don't want because whenever they prayed, I could feel something different. I could see in these people, there was something different. Those who like prayed for us from evangelical church. And I felt it. So and uh, so it was raising in me like faith. But myself, I said, mm -mm, this can't be healed. You know, doctor says never, you know, you will have for forever. And you just need to have this cream here, which was very expensive. And because of this uh, social like when I was becoming 18 and they asked, they, I had to go, they told me like, we can pray for you that you will get a job. So, and I remember these people, like they prayed and next day, my father brought like a letter to me and he says like, they are calling you for a job. You have to go there. This was the day before when they prayed for my job. This job was a blessing to me. That time I understood, okay, God really works. The day before they prayed, it couldn't, it can't be just, you know, it happened. Mm. Because it was, I could see easily because I heard many things and I, I saw it, but I was not confessing. But mainly what I want to say, uh, there was, uh, I had a desire to have a German friend, really German, like blonde hair, like blue eyes. And 
my sister one day invited for like invited me on uh, for Christmas. She says, so if you want, come. So I said, okay, better I say yes. Otherwise, I think I'm staying at home alone. So and I went there. When I said the only thing I was in my mind was if somebody can contact me, this German blonde hair blue eyes and so when everything was over like all their um, like dramas and you know sketches everything they had like meal ready for christmas and i went to help and as soon as i went to help it like there was a story they told me there are some cups you have to take i went inside i don't know how that girl even came i couldn't even hear her feet like coming and she told me hi and uh, tells me her name alexandra and i said okay natya i said like out of fear to be honest and she said to me jesus told me to be your friend and i just looked i could not say a word because she was blonde and blue eyes and i have not even seen her sitting there to be honest so and that person just took care of me like she came to my home afterwards and she took me to another city for cell group like bible study group and she took me to youth meetings and whenever they ask me what do you want us to pray i always said like you know i have a skin disease you know and but you better don't pray you are good people you know i don't want your name to be broke because it can't be healed so and um when uh, my mother prayed a lot for me so i'm a result of her prayer she brought all of us actually to christ my mother was she became there in germany she became believer and they were baptized there with my sister both but they could not just bring me to christ so to say and so and then um one day uh, when i was already back to georgia when i got healed i went to a sermon here because my neighbor was 17 she had problem so and i wanted to help her so much i said look look let's go there is one meeting my mother i heard from my mother let's i will follow you when i came here and i wanted to help this girl and I went, uh, I took her and um, there was prayer. And this guy said, like, come from, in, like, if you want to get healing, you know, I can't heal you. I can just pray for you. And God can heal you. You know, if maybe, you know, it's, if it's not about me. It's about God. So, so I said to her, let's go, you know, so you will get healed. So, and so I followed her and they told me you have to stand in the row with her. So I stood with her, you know, and he was just coming and praying. When he prayed, one thing was very strange. He just, you know, touched my hand and like that, but he put on my ears. So, and I had, this was the hardest part of my psoriasis because I could not uh, scratch inside. And it was just driving me crazy. And um, especially it was like, like, it was like yellowish, you know, I had always to cover because nobody knew why I had it. You know, I could not explain like he told me he, he put on my ear and looks, look at me, he says. And I looked at him, he told me, say, I mean, say, I mean, she said, to me, I said it. So I went home and I see I'm going home and ears are not anymore. I have not this problem somehow. But I don't want to say it, because if I say this, then my mother will tell me, look, God healed you, you should come. So I said, I wasn't saying, but time by time, it started from here, little by little. Like, this was something I really was surprised, how my ears calmed. This was like very quickly it happened in my, I felt this. But here it took time on my body. So and I got healed, actually. But people were saying, like, it will come back. It wasn't like directly on all over my body but little by little it was just going and going back so and 
I really got killed, but I was not coming to church anyway. But you know, now I could not stay at home. I wanted to go to church and like thankfulness, like to express. I really got sad. After that, I've been like already 20 years in church. Like I went and went and I've been like, if I was not in church, then I was or in a mission field for as an interpreter or uh, or at like hospital having kids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when I came to church, I directly started at Sunday school. I was a helper immediately. They said there are Sunday school. They take kids. I will speak on their level. So I said, okay, I can be a helper. When I studied in the Bible school, also I studied to be Sunday school uh, teacher, and I I had I was working with the children, and uh, uh, she she was also one of the teacher. Then uh, I took uh, her as uh, like uh, teacher, future uh, teacher in a Sunday school and a camp worker. There was one girl, uh, but you know she was. Uh, not uh, 100% with God. Uh, she was coming in the church, but she was 50-50, like 50% uh, worldly and 50% uh, she wanted to... It's like I was for her like a spare tire. She was telling me that. Ah, really? Then uh, when I feel this, that I was for her, the spare tire, I quit. I said, okay, God, I don't want to be like for somebody's spare tires because of I need somebody who will love me and whom I will love her. And you had another. Yes, I loved another person also, you know, like it was when I was telling him, you know, about this person. And I had a lot of, so to say, people like guys who liked me, even in church when I came. So because of my nature, because what we've seen in our home, both sisters, we were just, we won't just stand this. And that's, I did not like prefer, and, and having this problem, psoriasis, and they also told me, you can't have a child. So this was something I would never, ever think to get married at all, in, especially with Georgians, because in Georgia, like, children, you know, this is very important, like, here, especially that period. So, I don't know what Kaha's prayer was. Yeah. I was praying for for the right person also because of, you know, this is not like uh, you can go by cell phone and next day you can, if you don't like, give somebody or change or something. But <laughs> it was, I, I knew that it was uh, uh, important yeah. decision and yeah. I was praying. Then I had uh, some <laughs> dreams. This dream, I believe that it was from God because I remember I was going uh, up in the floors. There was... Uh, no elevator. Those days there we had no electricity and I was walking instead of going with the elevator. Then I was holding baby. This baby was a little bit dark and I was going in the uh, eighth floor. I knew 100% that uh, my future wife, she would live in an eighth floor. <laughs> then one day, uh, it was somehow, it was, I did not tell her, oh, that, did you live in the eighth floor or something? I was not telling, asking people, but well, sometime, one day she was uh, telling, uh, we, we had like a youth meeting and she was saying, oh, when my father is coming uh, at home on a night time, and then I asked her, oh, which floor did you live? I said myself. He is coming with us because we know on eighth floor, and I said, and his oh, okay. face changed. Okay. His face changed, but I do not know why. <laughs> yes, because I was very open. Uh, it was New Year time, and we were going to France. It's like a 
cultural thing in Georgia. So and Kaha said, let's like have a day off, so to say, and take time with God. And so I took, I loved fasting a lot. Like, so even like before, like when I was praying, God to bring somebody in my life, me and my mother, we just took two weeks, no food, nothing. And it really changed me and like, which really changed my life. It was the blessed time I ever had in my life. And I had peace. I usually love to eat. And it was something I was not hungry, really always reading, only like praying and... Yeah, but she didn't knew that uh, I was thinking about her. So, and then he tells me. He, then is the right time he told me. Yes, 1st of January, again, we met each other. And he told me that he likes me and this and that. And, and I said to him, like, you know, I have psoriasis. You know, I wanted somehow him to make like think about somebody else. I had so he says no problem. Oh, I said uh, I may not have children. He says no problem. I said you know I, I am eating my nails. I was. He says he says no problem. I said oh, I was this everything you know. And he says like no problem, no problem. He runway. said to me you want to become for me runway. I like I I'm, could not understand I'm what that was. And uh, yeah, you would be, without this line, airplane could fly. not fly. Yeah, even if you're very good. Uh, Big, big Boeing airplane so, without this line, you could not fly. Yeah. So like in the, the beginning, I, said, like, I want to have, I, I said, I said to me, yeah, I said like, you're a good boy. You know, I said, but somehow like anyways, for me to imagine that to become his husband, I could not imagine this somehow. So, and then he told me about this line. He has this runway yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. It's more like a, it's like a line, yes, line to fly, like word by word, like to say it. I was thinking, what's that? You know, really, I, I understood he needed me in something, but not really understanding what but then. But what was good for me, to be honest, like everybody who ever liked me always said to me, oh, you have such a nice eyes. And I was getting so nervous. I would just hit them because I said, I have a mirror. I can see who I am. You know, I don't want your eyes. You know, you should not love me because of my eyes. Maybe, you know, I was always getting nervous about this. But the way he told me, he made me think, first of all, what was this line? Then he explained me, you know, plane cannot run because he understood probably my face. I, don't, I really don't know what it meant. So then I said, you know, you are not tall enough. Anyway, you know, it was a little bit hard. You know, I couldn't, I was like stuck somehow because for me, he was a direct, like, like responsible for Sunday school. I was a teacher. I was like feeling smaller. He was higher, close to God. Like this was a little bit for me. Like I, I could not say no. And I could feel also the Holy Spirit or I did not know that period, what it was, but this peace. I said to him, give me time, minimum half year. I was, I was studying at university. And he says, okay. First day he told me, okay. Next day he told me, um, maybe, you know, a little bit, you know, like in a month, you should tell me. Okay. Then he tells me, oh, maybe in 10 days because pastor is living. And I was like, you know, I have here question at all to marry this guy because I need time. So, and I was praying. And God told me when I was praying, I heard this, like, make a step and I will give you love. But this was strange. How? It can't be, you know, like, if it would be that easy, everyone would make step and love is coming. It's not like that. You know, I want to be sure, you know, because then like family and kids and it will break. So, and again, we went to another friend. It's New Year. We are going. And Kaha met me and we sat in a in Mashutka, this minibus. And he told me, he is now interested. Have you prayed? And I said, like, um, but I don't love you, I said. And I, like, looked in the window outside. 
he he called me exactly the same word which I which I heard the day before. Make a step and God will give you the love. Exactly. And I was so shocked. I understood, okay, here is something and even like something changed inside. Because I never liked guys like Kaha and Kaha never liked girls like me. Anyways, what I wanted was like real believer, like Jesus, really. Because there was others also even in church, like in those six, in these six months, but I could see they were not real. So, and, uh, but he had this Jesus. This was mainly what I wanted, not his money, nothing. So, and uh, no regrets, not at all. The dawning to noonday bright, and Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. I first stayed at Kaka and Natya's home back in 2017. That wasn't the last time I've stayed there. I've been back more than once, as recently as last November. Our world needs to see godly marriages, and it's great to see a godly couple like the Chikhaidzis serving the Lord and complimenting each other's gifts. Now this is part two in a series of three about their lives. In the next episode, they will share how God is leading them in ministry in Georgia. I hope you've enjoyed the two of them bantering back and forth and telling stories. It reminded me that our God knows how to bring his people together in ministry and in marriage. And that, my friends, is good news. <laughs>